0: Caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.
3: To the eardrum. Do you guys hear that? That intro music? Yeah. Well, I have the guy on that created this, and uh, you're going to be hearing this all summer long. Uh, we're giving a little teaser to something that's coming down the pipeline for the 2022 football season via some crazy Utah football fans. Uh, this is Michelle Bodkin, your Utah Utes insider for KSLSports.com. And of course, you are now listening to The Crimson Corner. On the line, I have Ryan Fitzpatrick, the creator of this song. Ryan, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, Michelle. Thank you. How are you?
3: Oh, you know, not too bad. Uh, It's it's pretty great having you on here, uh, and I can't wait to kind of let people know a little bit more about your project. We actually previewed this a little bit with the Social Hall podcast last week. And like I said, we're going to keep this going through the summer until the season hits and you actually fully release this song and kind of what you're doing. Uh, But to get started, you know, let people know how this all kind of came about and where you got the idea to create this song.
2: Well, Michelle, I think, uh, I think like we talked about on the social hall podcast, uh, I just spend a little downtime between December and may just kind of reflecting on the year, you know, both personal and professional life, but, uh, you know, being the fan that I am and, uh, being as, uh, as an ardent supporter as I am of the school and the program and everything else, I just, I started thinking about ways that I could not only keep the torch lit, uh, as it pertains to all things 22, but also how I could incorporate the idea that, uh, things aren't always about lament and loss, you know, and how could I bring people into this and, and convey an idea and a message that, uh, you know, this is about all of us. And as you well know, I'm into music. I create all kinds of music. Uh, I stepped pretty far out of my box on this one. (laughs) And, uh, and just uh, really, when I sit down to create, I don't really even know, especially with this, with this particular piece, I don't really even, I didn't really even know the direction it was going. But once I laid down, you know, the percussion tracks and the uh, the backing rhythm and and music tracks, it just clicked. It just it, all of a sudden just it started as the kids say, it started to flow and it just it just came out. And I, even I was taken back when I when I finished the first rough draft, I just was like, oh, my gosh, I think I might be onto something. And so far, the response to the, uh, you know, dozen or so of you who have heard it, the response has been good. So I've just kind of run with it. But, yeah, it's just uh, it's I don't know. You call it whatever you want. You know, people need uh, people need banners and causes and everything. It's that's really for listeners to decide. But for me, it's a it's a calling card. It's a it's a call to action. It's a like, hey, we've had a rough road to here and it ended on a high note. Let's keep it going.
3: That that's interesting. I I think we've touched a lot about how Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe's death affected the team but I don't think we necessarily have really talked about how it's affected the fans and the community as well. And, and for those of you, I guess we haven't really revealed this yet. The, the title of the song is 22 Kings and it references a couple of different things, obviously, most notably Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe. Uh, You know, as we were kind of going through last season, talk about, how that situation hit you as a fan and, and kind of the thoughts and the emotions that you were going through and how that's maybe steered you towards writing this song.
2: You're going to make me get all dusty, aren't you?
3: (laughs) It makes for great radio or podcasting. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. So, you know, Michelle, you and I are friends. We've known each other for some time now and you know, very well that I, I am an emotionally charged individual and I wear it on my sleeve and I'm proud of it. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It just, uh, it hit me hard cause I have kids and I have kids that age and it just, uh, like a lot of people, it's just, you don't believe it, but then you also consider the way of the world, right? Things happen, things that are out of your control. And, uh, you know, you're given two options, whether you're a player on the team, whether you're a fan in the stands, you can let it ruin you or you can essentially start taking steps and trying to wrap your head around it. And that doesn't necessarily mean rationalizing it or – or validating it in any way, shape, or form. It just means sometimes it is what it is, and you do the best you can to cope. And every day is an emotional roller coaster for everyone. And like you said, we we talk a lot about first and foremost the school, the program, the team, and we should and we should talk about that. Uh, but the whole premise behind Block Party, you and and everything else I do. I'm just so sick and tired of the negativity and I, and it's everywhere and it's palpable. And so, you know, I try to harness these emotions, the hurt, the loss, you know, the empathy, the sympathy, all of it. And I just ask a question each and every day, okay, what could I do to make things better? And so I, I sit down and, you know, I'm getting to be an old feller now, knocking on the door of 50. Don't tell anyone I said that. No, wait a minute. <laughs> but so my, my role in this and my perception of all this and, and everything becomes less of how it affects me or what I can do to, to uh, you know, help me. My role now becomes how can I help others? You know, I, I, it's a, it's like this evolution, right? This evolution of emotion. So when I sat down and I decided to endeavor to do this, like I said, sometimes as an artist, especially in music or paint or any other thing, sometimes you're not fully sure. You know you want to do something, but you're not fully sure what is it you're going to do. And sometimes you just got to sit down and start writing and just what's on your mind. And my aim was to, here again, keep it positive and make it something that's accessible to everyone. And you've listened to it, and you've heard it a number of times, and, and you and I have spoken about it. I really feel like it it isn't singular to one genre or it isn't singular to one demographic. I, I really tried to make it accessible to everyone, and, you know, I hope that's what I've done. But the most important thing to me is that when people hear it and they read the lyrics and they, and they feel what I feel or something close to it, that they, they do so and they think to themselves, all right, yeah, I get this. I'm on board with this. And that's, that's what I'm hoping for because, like I've always said, as it pertains to the block party you – it's one Saturday for eight, nine, ten weeks a year where we all come together on the same day for the same reason and nothing else matters. That's basically what this song encapsulates.
3: For those of you that don't know, Block Party U is located in the Guardsman Tailgate. Uh, kind of, he, Ryan calls it the chaos corner. Uh, it's And it's kind of true. That's where most of the old timers kind of are the really established groups that have an identity and all that kind of stuff. Ryan and uh, his friend and partner Matt that runs the block party, you podcast as well as the tailgate uh, set up in, in the corner and they've come up with this concept of doing a live podcast from the tailgate. And if you remember last year, You guys may have seen me there because I I was helping to co-host that as well. Uh, You know, talk about what is it you're wanting to do with this song and how do you want it to elevate what you're doing in the tailgate lot every Saturday?
2: I think what I want it to do, first and foremost, like I said, is I want it to, I want, uh, in that it is accessible to everyone, I want it to bring everybody together. Um, I want it to be, you know, ultimately it's like, it's not, look, I'm not a fool. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I want to sell a million copies and be a rock star. Okay. Those days are long since gone. I don't do this for that reason anymore. Um, I want it to be, I don't know. It's like one of those things. It's like a, uh, you know, apple pie and baseball all summer. It's, I want it to be a thing that's recognizable, That's but I also want it to be unique to us, right, the Utah football family, the Utah athletics program family, all of them, not just the football program. But you know what I mean? And I want to, in terms of like uh, every Saturday for Block Party U, look, my aim is was like, is, and always has been, let's get together and let's celebrate, man. I'm so the work week's got me down. I'm bummed out, you know, this, that, or the other, or maybe you're not, maybe things are good. It doesn't matter, but let's get together on Saturday and let's just celebrate the here and now because I think a lot of times we all get sucked into the what was or what's ahead. And, and we get, we get in such a hurry with our everyday lives. We forget, man, here and now, Right. We're all given this allotment of time and it's not even guaranteed. Make the most of it. So I think my aim is to let people know that uh, we're trying to build this thing and we do this live live podcast because I want to capture the here and now. I want the blemishes. I want the imperfections. You know, I want to be able to say I made Michelle Bodkin famous, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which we all know is not true.
3: Uh, you maybe helped you know a little. What I mean,
2: it's well, it can't hurt, right? Sure. So, I I just want to be able to. I'm trying to create a space, right? Everybody talks about space: this space, that space, my space, safe space, whatever. I'm trying to create a space where everyone's welcome. I don't care who you are. I don't care what walk or talk you come from. I don't even care if you have tickets to the game, right? I just want you to come and hang out and enjoy yourself. And for, you know, whatever duration of time you choose to hang out, I want you to remember that time as, man, that was awesome. That was just fun to just be there. I think that's what I'm trying to do. And it's, you know, it's difficult. It's tough because we live in that world, right, where, it's a million miles a minute and, and uh, there's a new distraction around every corner. So I don't know. I think I'm just trying to, you know, trying to convey how much fun we have doing this, whether it's six people or 600 people doesn't really matter. Uh, We make the most of what we have right here and right now. And I want people to be a part of it, And I want people to know they're welcome to be a part of that that's the most important thing to me
3: you have made a lot of effort to get this thing off the ground continually grow it i think i've known you known you well since 2019 uh which was the first year you actually had me do the podcast we weren't actually live at the tailgate at that time we just recorded on our phones and you'd mash it all up together uh and then obviously 2020 nobody was there cuz of covid right. 2021 you had this concept of doing the live show and now you're adding like a theme song to it with 22 kings uh you know talk talk about that process and and the things that you've done to to make sure that this is kosher and you have backing because you have actually been working with the University of Utah uh, on some on some of this stuff, and continue to grow that relationship. Uh, but you also took some time out to talk to Taka Jordan and Donna uh, Low Stern, uh, Ty's aunt and Aaron's mother, uh, just to make sure that everything was kind of kosher and in place.
2: Well, the last thing I want to do is is. Uh allow for the perception that there's an ulterior motive and we all know what motivates each and every one of us. And it typically begins with a catalyst known as money. Uh, And I I wanted, I want to be clear whenever I'm talking with whomever I'm talking that that's not the motivation here. And I hope that when I do, I, I come across as genuine. So yes, I did reach out to the school and, uh, And I, and I have, it's been such a learning process, right? And, and you learn how to keep things above board and you learn how to not ask too much, but ask enough. The funnest part has been, you know, as well as I do, how my mind works. It's like, I can't slow down. I'm, I'm a creative. I'm always, I'm constantly thinking of what could we do here? What could we do there? How could we make this better? You know how can I put people together who do certain things or who have certain character traits or talents or gifts? How can I, how can we, how can we share? I think is has been the aim, and and so the process has been just uh, overwhelmingly educational. And and uh, look, we're still in our infancy, and and we're trying to do new things each and every day. And of course, like I said, you know me well, I'm the kind of guy who tries to eat the elephant in one bite. And so I, I often have to slow myself down and say, okay, small steps equal great bounds. Just chill out, do things the right way, be, be transparent and, uh, and don't, don't, don't set outrageous and uh, too high of expectations. But always be open to things that you never thought would happen. In 2019, did I ever think we would have spaces in Guardsman Lot with you know audio video equipment and the ability to to stream all the fun we're having? No, no way. That was a pipe dream. But as I moved forward, I thought, you know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe if we do things the right way. Maybe we can get this done. And slowly but surely, there are limitations, but slowly slowly and surely, we have, we have uh, gained some positive ground, gained some traction. And uh, here again, in writing the song, you know, it just kind of fits hand in hand, because I'm always about art and creativity and culture. And, you know, every walk and every talk, like, I want to hear your story. I know you love football, but what else do you love? What do you do? Why are you here? You know, where are you from? What's your, just all of that stuff. And so in making the song, it kind of just fit. And of course, when it comes to the subject matter at hand, uh, the team, the school, the program, and especially Ty and Aaron, absolutely everyone who who's, has any close contact with, with that stuff, I'm absolutely going to be in communication with them because that's, at the end of the day, everything starts with communication. So I did reach out to Donna, and I did reach out to Taka, and they don't talk much, and why would you? I'm a total stranger, right? But I'm a stranger with a pretty big heart and some pretty pure intentions, and, uh, you know, the response was, it was short and sweet. It was, we love it thank you so much. We're grateful. And, uh, you know, Taka said there, there ain't no way a middle-aged white guy can spit like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, does that mean you like it?" it? You know, the response was great. It's been fantastic. And, you know, the coolest part for me is all the relationships that are being forged. You know, it's just, it's awesome. So
3: speaking of relationships, uh, I don't know how many people know this about you, but you were kind of the mastermind behind Sunday Supper and that it was probably honestly one of the funniest text messages I've ever gone because it literally was, oh, crap, I bought $200 worth of food. What should I do with it? And it's like, uh, I don't know, but let me go talk to someone who does. And so uh, lined you up with uh, Stevenson Sylvester, who is a great friend with KSL Sports, Uh, does a lot of stuff on the TV side for us Uh, and is just incredibly, incredibly connected in the community, knows what's up as far as what's needed, who needs what, when they need it, all that kind of stuff, and he uh, hooked you up with Nikki McKay, uh, and Cultivate Restaurant in Sandy, and it's just kind of taken off from there. Uh, talk about those relationships that you've you forged, and and even with some of the players that you've had involved, uh, Nick Ford kind of being the main one.
2: Yeah, so uh, a few summers ago, I don't, I can't now, I can't. I think it was last summer. Or maybe it was the summer before. I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> but Nick Ford was kind of hustling, and he's he loves to cook. Many people know that, and he just he sh- he was tweeting out, "Hey, I'm making dinner. Anybody want some?" Da 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 da. I don't even know what possessed me, Michelle, but for whatever reason, I messaged him. I dropped into his DMs. I said, "Hey, man, that food looks really good." While I probably can't eat most of it, I bet you there are people out there who can. What if we just make a bunch of food and find somebody who's hungry? And, of course, Nick's like, what? who's this guy? What a nut, <laughs> you know? And I had to put my money where my mouth was, and I didn't mind doing it, not one bit. Because I had here, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creative I kind of paint a picture way down the road of what things could be and long story short. Yeah, I did that. And then the set, the next question was okay, now what do we do? We just, I just opened a can. We better figure out what, what we're doing with this. And obviously I sent you the text and you're like, Hmm, this is weird, but okay. And, you know, it's interesting to get a message from Sly, you know, somebody who you adored as a football player saying, hey, I got your back, man. Let's do this. And from there, once Nikki and Matt were involved and UFC gets involved, I mean, you fast forward to now, now there's partners. You know, you got Nicholas Foods jumping in. I mean, and it's just, it's this beautiful thing that, you know, initially, and we've talked about this, initially, I felt a little jealous when all those people got involved. I really did. Because sometimes when you create thing and others get involved with it, you feel really protective of it. And it took me a while to, to understand that like a, like a lot of things that are successful and, and, and uh, go on to become great, you got to remember it's equally as important that you just planted a seed. And the rewards of that, like to be able to just step back and step away and see it function and move and and take on a life of its own. I mean, you can't even imagine Like every time I see a post from any of those guys or a news story, like we had the first lady of the governor's office involved and just, I'm like, what? (laughs) Are you kidding me? What is going on? And it's just like, man, this all started with a DM. Imagine that. So I guess the underlying message is you can do great things. Anyone can do great things. And it can start with something as simple as a DM. So I guess that's what I would convey is don't ever be afraid that your idea or your vision isn't enough or doesn't have enough popularity or uh, weight behind it. That's not true. You can do I'm nobody, nothing from nowhere. And look what I'm doing. It's awesome. It's awesome. And, uh, You don't know how grateful I am to be involved with all this stuff. And you don't know how excited I am to be involved with more stuff. I mean, we've got plans for a – to start up a uh, 501c3 nonprofit first thing next year. So there's a lot of irons in the fire. It keeps you busy. But when you look back and you see how all these other things have come together, I mean, it all just – it kind of just unfolds the way it's supposed to.
3: Absolutely. Uh, and like you said, crazy how it's grown. I was at the very first one, and it was literally like you, me, Matt, Fly, Nikki, Nick, and that was about yeah. it. And yeah. since then, like you've said, the governor and the first lady have come out to an event. Uh, we've had other sports even from other schools, including bringing BYU into it. We've had gymnastics come out. And it's just, it's this thing that's really taken off and grown. And even from the standpoint of, I greatly suspect O'Block Cares that just recently started up with the University of Utah offensive linemen primarily stemmed out of this thing that you and Nick Ford started, you know, last year. Uh, and so it's kind of a continuation, and, and maybe a little bit of a promise to to keep yeah, that th- to and keep that kind of going.
2: Yeah, it is, and and you just hit it on the head. And it's interesting you say that because you uh, asked what the reason behind Twenty Two Kings was. Well, you just said it. It almost becomes an obligation and a responsibility to keep things moving to keep that torch lit right we we don't need to shove it down people's throats every single day but to just keep it lit as a reminder hey celebrate i know there's been tough i know it's been hard but let's celebrate the good parts too we can't forget to do that so yes you're absolutely right in terms of sunday supper i mean like i said i'm amazed when i look at the level of involvement now Versus that first event and it was it was like hey, where are we gonna do this? Nikki's like, "Ah, I guess you could do it at my place Uh, (laughs) And we did and it was a riot when you go back and you look through Some of the archives and you look at some of the videos we posted We had a blast Right and the funnest part was none of us really even knew what to expect But when you watch that last video, I posted when we were actually handing out the meals and the, the families showed up and uh, here we go with the dust again. <laughs> There's nothing more powerful. And that's why I do it.
3: looks on those families faces yeah really did say it all and and a little bit hard to showcase that because of how the foster care system set up you have to be very careful about not showing the kids faces but i if if you're there and you see it yeah you absolutely see the impact that again this was kind of just a goofy little thing that grew into something that means a lot to a lot of people and i think. Your song 22 Kings has that potential as well, uh, just because of the topic matter. And and like you said, keeping that promise and kind of that remembering to be 22% better. I think that's a really important message. And I think that's a really important thing that everybody that was involved with last season kind of got out of it is, you know, you just don't know when your time's up and you might as well make the most out of it every single day.
1: Well,
2: I always tell people, Michelle, there are three guarantees in this existence. You're born, you live, you die. And there's only one part in the middle that's negotiable. So I would suggest you make the most of it.
3: Absolutely. Hey, Ryan, where can people find you in order to kind of keep tabs of what you're doing and how this thing grows?
2: Okay, so... Just to kind of break it all down for you, uh, I own a company uh, called the Indefiant LLC. Uh, The Indefiant serves as the facilitator for everything I do. Uh, If Ryan Boyce Music has an idea, the Indefiant handles it and makes it happen. Same with Block Party U. And uh, we just, so Block Party U we were across all the show, socials. Uh, it's either blocked at block party Utes or at block party you, depending on which, which, uh, platform you're using. And, uh, I am me personally, I'm at real Ryan Boyce. I don't even really even know what that means. <laughs> I just thought it sounded cool, <laughs> but that's my personal page. And, uh, Typically, of course, The Indefiant is on Instagram, and uh, I think if you looked at all three of those, you would kind of begin to see there's layers to me. There's, it's not just all about Block Party you. It's not just all about real Ryan Boyce and music. It's not just all about The Indefiant and uh, some of my quirky views on life. It's, it's about all of it. And it can be about all of it. You don't have to be specific or exclusive to one, one view or another. Uh, So yeah, you can find me across all the socials. Of course, if, if anyone follows Michelle, uh, I, my name will be in there somewhere. I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, We, we, uh, we communicate quite often because as you know, Michelle, I'm a huge fan of everything you do. And it's like, uh, it's, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say, I am so stinking proud of you. (laughs) Look where you are. Look what you're doing. It's amazing. And to think that I might, might have had a small part in that somewhere along the way. That's, that's big. It's huge. So yeah, you can find me. It's not hard. (laughs) I don't hide anything. And, uh, at least I try not to. And, uh, yeah, so, I would encourage anyone who wants to reach out, I typically try to answer and uh, it should be noted, I wanted to make something, make everyone aware that we are contributing 22% of everything across all three of our entities to the Memorial Scholarship Funds as well as continued support of Sunday supper. So this isn't a money grab, that's not what it's about. It's just about uh, staying involved and like we talked about, that obligation to keep the wheels turning.
3: Incredible. Absolutely incredible. If you guys are interested, please follow them. Not only are they a great time on Saturdays uh, for all your tailgating needs, uh, if they do some good things With that as well, whether it's Sunday supper, whether it's contributing to the Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe Memorial Scholarship, and and who knows what else Ryan and Matt will figure out to get their hands into. Uh, But follow along. It's a great time. They're fun. And Ryan, thank you so much for coming on and just helping to kind of, I guess, make people aware of what you're doing and what's coming down the pipeline for 2022
2: hey it's life right we all experience it in our own ways and our own perceptions our own realities and you know what they are if we don't share them they're never known about so everybody out there share what you're doing share what you're doing it's all awesome by the way michelle before uh you cut me loose here We will be one of the whole sponsors at the Utah Social Open this year, and we will be streaming all day long on June 16th. And uh, if anyone is at all interested in what we've talked about today, tune in on that day because we are going to have a riot.
3: Yes, absolutely. I will also be at the Utah Social Open with my BYU counterpart, Mitch Harper, uh, having some fun with you guys. So definitely looking forward to that. Looking forward to more little Easter eggs as far as the twenty-two King song is concerned. And Ryan, have a great day, and we will talk soon.
2: Thanks so much, Miss Bodkin.
3: All right, that is Ryan Fitzpatrick, creator of Block Party U, uh, 22 Kings, and of course, Sunday Supper. And we, again, just really appreciate him jumping on to kind of talk about some of the things that he has going on. I think he has a really important message as far as you, the fan, can get involved. Like, it just takes some imagination and a willingness to go and ask. And, and that's kind of what Ryan's done. Uh, so if you have a great idea, this thing's growing. And I think the university is open to ideas and, and to things that make them a little unique uh, as far as, you know, this, the whole Saturday football experience. So get out there, get involved. It's been a great show. Thank you guys for listening in. This is the end of. This second episode of Crimson Corner, I'm Michelle Bodkin with KSL Sports, your Utah Utes insider. And until next time, go Utes.
1: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.